I've just about had enough of you. What is a Christmas? Oh, Santa Claus! I wish you the very best of everything. It is an occasion for great joy and peace on the planet Earth. If we hurry, we can get back in time for Christmas Eve. Hello, and welcome to... 50 Years of Shit Robots, open brackets, Advent Edition, close brackets, with me, Matt, hello, and Stephen Murray. Hello. So, are you feeling at all Christmassy yet? No. I will, honestly, I will feel it for about a fraction of a second I'll feel Christmassy. What time is that? Like, can you pinpoint it? Like 3.54 on Christmas it, afternoon? It can happen at any time. It can take me by surprise. I can be in a shopping centre, I can be in a friend's house, I can get a warm glow just standing mm. there looking at something vaguely Christmassy. And is that when you pop your, your nightgown on and <laughs> yeah, scream out? Christmas clocks. <laughs> scream out of a window. You oh. boy! <laughs> is it still Christmas Day? What day is it? <laughs> I want you to buy me a turkey that looks like its mother had been rotted by an omnibus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good. I look forward to seeing that. Right, come on then, let's open door 23 of our robot advent calendar. Well, and inside are two tickets to the theatre. Oh, wow. To go and see a lovely Christmas production. Grab your theatre cape and your op- operetta glasses. Because hey. we are going to go and see... <laughs> <laughs> a production of Metropolis, the musical. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, this is a production from when was it? When was it? When was it in the West? It was in the West End, wasn't it? It was in the Piccadilly, and it was in the Piccadilly in oh, nineteen eighty-nine. So obviously, this is a, a, a sort of a reinterpretation of the classic Fritz Lang film from 1927, Metropolis, a film on which this podcast is based, a foundation stone of the 50 Years of Shit Robots podcast. So, I mean, this was something that, I mean, really excited me when you told me about it because <laughs> I, I enjoy a bit of musical theatre. I love the film Metropolis. I love Maria, Machina Mensch, False Maria. Love all of that. And yet, <laughs> and yet, um, it's a strange, sprawling confection, this, isn't it? It won awards for its lighting and its staging. And from what I could gather from the very shaky video cam that, that you and I watched, it did yes. look as if it was pretty spectacular. The Piccadilly stage looked quite small. On it the... is quite small. Yeah. And as you say, it's it's this the set is pretty pretty spectacular. When Rotwang's laboratory comes in, I don't think he is called Rotwang, is he? No. Because they not. changed a lot of the names. When Rotwang laboratory scene comes in, it comes down from the ceiling. Yeah, and so you you can always tell a good production if if they're in a in a theatre that has one of those huge bits on the on the roof where you can take an entire set. So yeah. literally, the curtains shut and then the curtains open, and this this the entirety of the set has changed. Uh, Rotwang in this is called Warner, 
It's got Brian Blessed in it. Yeah. Who plays <laughs> he he plays the, the character John Freeman, who was not called Freeman in the original, was he? Frederson, wasn't he? Frederson. Yeah, so he's the sort of like the villain of the piece, old Brian Blessed, isn't he? Yes. And I mean he he acts up a storm. Oh, he really does. I mean, you sort of wonder to yourself, was any other acting done in the world the night that Brian Blessed donned his Victorian garb to be John Freeman? <laughs> <laughs> No. Machines don't fly. Machines are beautiful, wouldn't you say, Groot? My spies have confirmed reports that there is a woman in Machine Room 22 who is creating discontent. What do you know about this? I understand there is some sort of ritual going on down there. Put an end to it immediately. Yes, With the sort of hindsight of YouTube and being able to fast forward through bits, I mean, it really is very slow, I think. I mean, I think we can we can definitely the feeling and the style of it we can definitely put at the door of Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber revived um, the West End and to some degree Broadway, and everybody went crazy for anything. If he sneezed and accidentally did a little pump, then it would be in the Tonys. Yeah. Just everything wanted to sound like that, and I was listening to it. It did sound like they were doing a, a good old Andrew Lloyd Webber imitation. Yeah. It's, it's the like there were other musicals, A Clockwork Orange for a start. Was that a musical? Yes, and guess who did the music for A Clockwork Orange? Guess who wrote the score? <laughs> Bono and the Edge. Really? And I mean, did... they did do Spy- the Spider Man show. Yeah, they did, and the Spider Man show was really plagued, wasn't it, by yeah. bad luck and like people being injured and things, wasn't it? Oh yeah, and then Barbarella. That was Dave Stewart of Eurythmics, wrote right. the score. Okay. Do you know what's not mentioned on this list that I'm flicking through? What? Return to the Forbidden Planet. Which yeah, because that uh, was a real success, wasn't it? Yeah, it's still going. It's one of these kind of, uh, it's not like Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's kind of runs in tandem as something different, but is kind of the kind of show that you has participation in. But it's a jukebox musical in mm. that it's full of 1950s, 60s music, music, and the dialogue is taken sort of partially from The Tempest. Right. Because, I mean, what, part of the problem that I could see in this adaptation <laughs> of Metropolis was that the music didn't seem to be very <laughs> memorable. No. I think there are still plans to restage it. There was a, um, a retooling of it in 2017 that was done by Tim MacArthur, and it was didn't make it to the west end it was in it was off west end the review that i've got it got three stars out of five it says the sort of ending is <laughs> says extensive use of dry ice doom-laden sound effects and clever lighting lends the whole production a suitably murky otherworldly feel for the most part and that for the most part ensures against inappropriate audience laughter at how bonkers it all is Oh, wow. Too unremittingly po-faced and willfully eccentric to ever have been a mainstream hit. Metropolis is essentially a collector's piece. But thanks to this new uh, version, it's still an enjoyable night out, it says. So, um, I'd, I'd go. We've got the tickets. <laughs> you've bought me the tickets, you've got to go. I don't think I would. Take a friend. Take a friend. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll be by myself again. It's two hours long. It's two hours. I just don't think I've, I can. I don't think I've got it in me. Well, I mean, a strange old thing, this, isn't it? A strange artifact of cultural history. 
a faint, strange little hybrid. Yeah, very odd. Um, so I'm just going to shut the door on it. <laughs> Slam it. Slam it shut. <laughs> I'll take the tickets back. We'll get. We'll go and see something nice. Oh wow, cool. <laughs> right, so Christmas Eve is coming. <gasps> Got a special um, Christmas Eve advent for you tomorrow, and don't forget on the 25th in two days time we'll be taking a look at the most Christmassy of films Christmas bloody Christmas Uh, so until tomorrow have a great day goodbye goodbye fall on your knees oh hear the angel voices oh night divine oh night when Christ was born